NFL Week 2 NFL takeaways, starting off with the Washington Commanders against the Denver Broncos. I will say this, Van Jefferson, I mean, he got to go at D.C. Now, keep in mind, right, the Broncos, they always had good defense. Last year, they did. Their offense was just, yeah. But this game, I really don't know what to say for the most part. I mean, they was up by as many as, what, 21 points against the Washington Commanders. And the Commanders, they completely came back and they completely folded down the stretch. I will also say the offense did not do well in the second half as well because, I mean, again, you're up as many by three touchdowns. You let Sam Howie and the Washington Commanders come back like that. Come on, now he just got to go. He just really just needs to go. I don't know what happened to the Broncos. I just really personally do not know. My next takeaway would be is this. The Bengals start to a slow start. Now, I'm not really too concerned about that with the Bengals being on to because they occasionally they do have slow starts and then you start kicking it up as season goes on. However, I will be concerned with Burrow with his calf injury. Because in that game, it was slightly limping with a calf. His calf is a little bit strange, so I will be concerned about that because if he's missing them games, then the Bengals are in some really deep shit. I mean, some deep stuff. My next take will be the Ravens offense will win this AFC North. It's possible. It's a very likely chance they can. However, though, prayers go up to OBJ because he did go out with an ankle injury. However, despite that, the Ravens played a very, very good game. The new OC, Todd Munkin, I always said this. He's a very big aspect to the Baltimore Ravens offense. And you've seen that because against the Bengals, they completely decimated them. Not only on offense, but defense. They played very, very good on them, man. Their offense just looked insane. They had the Bengals, like, looking completely confused. They had no idea what to do. But with that being said, they could win the AFC North. It's very possible. The next one I would say is, obviously, the Washington Commanders offense is very good. Very good. Yeah, you can say it's against the Cardinals and the Broncos, but even then, they still look improved from last year for the most part. Sam Howie, he's playing very good right now so far. The big test for them come week three against the Buffalo Bills. I mean, do I really mention much about their offense? Eric, Eric Benemy of the Kansas City Chiefs improved that offense and let Sam Howie do whatever he wants. Scary Terry being as ter scary Terry as usual. The Commies front seven being the Commies front seven as usual, making life very uncomfortable for opposing quarterbacks. I mean, what else do I really need to say? My next takeaway will come with the New England Patriots, right? Even though they are currently winless for the most part, however, their record is very deceiving for the most part. They are very deceiving. As the Pats, I would say New England Patriots, they're a good team. They're a solid team for the most part. Their defense is shown to be very good, even though they did lose against the Miami Dolphins in the whole shootout on that 4 and 4 unless they played a little backyard football, but it failed. They showed a lot of heart. Their offense, their offense looked pretty good. Not too bad for the most part. Not too bad. That two tight end set looked very good. However, I am a little bit disappointed with Ramon Stevenson. He's currently having a down year a little bit to a certain degree. I'll also say that the Patriots' defense is actually legit for the most part. Most notably, Chris Gonzalez, who actually held his own when he was lined up on Tyreek Hill. Because when Tyreek Hill was on Chris Gonzalez, he really didn't do much on him. Now, yeah, Tyreek Hill obviously ate, but I'm just saying, when Chris Gonzalez was on Tyreek Hill, he really didn't do much for the most part. He really did not do anything at all for the most part. But I already said this with him, right? I said this numerous, numerous times. They are going to love that kid, and Chris Gonzalez is already going to be absolutely insane. One way he touched down New England, 
they will like him. My next takeaway would be is B.J. Robinson. You can make a case he's playing like a top 10 running back right now in football. Now, B.J. Robinson, I said this when he came out the draft. I said that he's going to be very, very good the week. And so far, he is actually doing his thing. They barely beat the Packers 25-24. However, in that game, B.J. Robinson, he went absolutely insane in that game. He had 19 carries for 124 yards, averaging 6.5 yards per rushing attempt. And also, he made an impact in the receiving game. He had four receptions for 48 yards. However, the stats don't show it off for the most part. As you watch that game, he was making defenders miss. The main one I dare remember of B.J., was a 4 for 4 They went for it. B.J. Robinson, he ran up the middle. He made one defender miss, made another defender miss, and then got the first down. Then got a little more to a certain degree. But B.J. Robinson, he is legit. He is very, very legit. However, though, I will say I do feel bad for Kyle Pitts, though, because he's just literally stuck in that Falcons offense, and they're just relying on the run game while just him barely getting the ball for the most part. I just really feel bad for him. The next one I will say is just as the Cardinals thinking that, oh, okay, maybe they might do something, they completely shit the bed week two. They're blowing out the Giants, and then the Giants just completely came back. Which, speaking of which, hope that Barkley gets better. He's come back in three weeks. Hope he gets better for the most part. But as just as we all thought that the Cardinals were going to actually do something, they end up doing the complete opposite. However... I will say this, the Cardinals do have a ton of heart, but that's not really saying much either way. The next, my next takeaway would be is Jordan Addison in his Vikings offense just absolutely ridiculous for the most part. Showed up on Thursday. They've almost beat Philly, but he made an impact in that game. He really did. And trust me, him and Jettis are just absolutely electrifying, right? Now, my next takeaway would be Josh Allen. He looked better in week two. Now, granted, it was against a shitty Raiders team for the most part. But, however, he still looked very good in that game. My only gripe is, can he be consistent, though? Because there's games in which he'll look elite. He'll play his ass off. Then there'll be games in which he'll play yeah, wishy-washy. And then there's games he just looked like the worst quarterback out there by far. He needs to be more consistent. And next week, they go up against a very loaded Commies front seven. So he needs to be on a point for that one. My next takeaway would be is George Pickens. And also, shout out to uh, Nick Chubbs. Hope he gets better. He did have a D injury, in which was the same one he had in college. Everybody knows about the injury in college, which he completely messed it up. It's the same injury, so I really hope he gets better. And honestly... I don't think he's going to be the same because, again, he this is the same knee he had in college that he got injured, right? And he re-injured it again. So what do you think is going to happen? He's not going to be the same. And I just really feel bad for him because, one, he's one of the best, arguably the best running back in all of football. Because some people have him as the number one back. I don't. I haven't seen three and five for the most part, but he's by far and still good for the most part. So I really hope he gets better, and I really hope he just recovers. My next one is the Houston Texans with DJ Stroud. He needs an online and they need a true, like, a proven number one. Because, honestly, he not playing not too bad against the Colts. Now, granted, it was garbage for the most part, but he still did not too bad. He did that against a shitty online for the most part. If he could just get a proven number one, it'll be very interesting. My next one would be is Derek Carr has regressed. Now... 
yeah, they did beat the Panthers barely for the most part. But in that game, he just didn't look good for the most part. Despite, despite like a few deep balls getting there to Chris Olave and his slot receiver. Besides that, he really didn't do anything. He just completely regressed. His decision making was off. His accuracy was off. I mean, he just that did not look good for the most part. I also say that Bryce Young also didn't look good as well for the most part. And the Panthers receivers. I mean, they had little to no separation whatsoever. Now, granted, I do understand that Dylan is old, but at least he had the experience, but none of them got separation at all. And there's not much really that he could have done there. But regardless, he still played really terrible. He just didn't do it. The next one I will say is Zay Flowers and Lamar Jackson connection is on point. That's my next takeaway. And the few takeaways I do have left is Justin Fields in Chicago maybe running out soon. He looked absolutely terrible against the against the Bucks for the most part. The Bucks they really did very good that game. I mean, Fields. What do I say about him? He pretty much underperformed. He threw two interceptions. Besides him on the ground as well, and also him had a little pass chase Claypool. Besides that, he was basically a non-factor. Have a chance to win the game. He threw it right to to the defensive end. In the end zone, and end up getting the lead even more for the most part. My next take would be is this Brandon Staley needs to be fired immediately. I say he should have been fired last year when he blew a lead to Jacksonville in a wild card, and he's somehow still a coach. I don't know how he is for the most part. I really don't know how, but you tell me. I don't even know how he's a coach, obviously. He just needs to go. He just got to go. It's that simple because. He's just not that good of a head coach. And Kelly Moore, I'm not saying he needs to go as well, but he just needs to, well, Kelly Moore is Kelly Moore. That's literally all I have to say with him with that for the most part. But my next takeaway would be this. Matt Canada, he's the OC for the Steelers. He got to go to because he's probably the worst signal caller in the league. The Steelers defense, if they if the Steelers make the playoffs in general, because possibly they can make the playoffs, it's going to be on their defense. Their offense is just too inconsistent. They'll be good in some drives, then it'll be in other drives. And also, you can know, argue that Washington progressed to that way imaginable. Even though I'm not saying he progressed, because again, it's still early on in the season, but he didn't look good last night. He really did not. And also, then the fact that Nick Chubbs went out, so that just completely ruined all the momentum for the most part. I mean, what do I really say about that? But with that being said, right, those are my NFL Week 2 takeaways. God bless, and everybody have a good night. Peace.